Hello, everybody. How is everybody doing? One second. Getting my chats out. Oh, hush. Okay. Let's see. Pop up chat. What's going on, everybody? Oh, well, you know what? I didn't turn my speakers on. Hey, Andy. He's not back yet, <laughs> but I decided to go early. I was like, you know what? It's not too early. He's he's coming. He's smoking a cigarette. Rude. Like hell with us. I'm just gonna go live. <laughs> what are you gonna do? You know? You know? Damn co-hosts. See how they are? We got a big show today. That's why I wanted to start a little bit early. Hey, Heather. How you doing, hon? Nicole, my lovely Nicole. Here it comes. I hear the door. Hey, Jillian. How are you? How is you? Eddie tells me he's been on early on more than a few occasions, so. <laughs> there he is. Still not ready. Well, I'm ready, but I ain't ready. Sure enough, I get out back and guess who's the back there. Junk. Oh, I should have figured. <laughs> Do I have YouTube open? You said you had everything up. So if I went... I said, do I have YouTube open? I don't know. Because I hear an echo. Oh. Maybe. Oh, wait. I got something running here. Hold on. I'm doing good, Heather. Thanks for asking. What the hell do I have going? Nicole said, I see you're late. No, I wasn't. Look, it's 10 a.m. right now. <laughs> I have something. Oh, my God. That scared the hell out of me. <laughs> <laughs> you rock. <laughs> All right. I think I got it. Okay. Hi, Heather. Hi, Gillian. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Andy. Um, <laughs> if I missed anybody. I don't think I missed anybody. Is Alien still here? Is I'm not sure. No, I'm not 11 seconds too late. I sat down just before 10 o'clock. Don't give me no shit. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay, Heather. Did you figure out what you had going? Yeah, I got it. I was coming over to help you when the thing went out. I was like, <laughs> I got it. I still had Facebook running. I was watching that, that video. Oh, okay. And I had to track it down to figure out where the hell it was <laughs> so I could shut it down. Oh, that's funny. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, jump Maybe. scares are great. Yes. Let me woke up here. Who needs my Belvita breakfast biscuits to keep four hours of energy going? No. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> not. Not yet, Gillian. We haven't had one yet. But it was funny yesterday before I... 
that's what my uh, description was. Yeah. Hopefully, no no earthquake today. And an hour before I went live, we had a friggin' earthquake. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was yeah, yeah. About an hour before I went live. Yeah. Yeah. It was just after you had wrote that. Yeah. It was Saturday that I just went live and we had that, that earthquake. That one was a good one, though. Yeah. That one was really good. Um, yesterday's was just a, a little rumble. Yes, Heather, you woke me up. <laughs> he has white chocolate and raspberry cookies, if that counts as food. Hey, I got carrot cake Oreos. Yeah. And they are freaking good. <laughs> they, they are good. It's just really sweet. Yeah, a lot of sugar. But I eat these. Um, He got these, which are really good. I like them. There's four little biscuits in them. Not what, sponsored. What, what are they called? Uh, Belvita. Elvita, it's supposed to give you four hours of steady energy. You're like, uh, nothing can uh, give me four hours of steady energy. Yeah, <laughs> not much. She's taking speed. But if I, if you like these ones, are honey and chocolate chip. I don't know what else they make, but if you really like the taste of honey, because it's definitely prominent in there, um, um, they're good. Sure, Andy, I will mind my teeth. I will have to go back to New York, um, go to the dentist office, figure out which dumpster they were throwing in, and then I will go watch after them. Kind I, of expensive. Yeah, I don't know what they are here. Eddie got it because they were smashed. No, they were out of date. Oh, they were out of date. Uh, yeah, one, still one, good, though. One day out of date. Um, I think they run... Yes. Like six dollars and something, but it's a decent sized box. Yeah, there's like I think eight packages uh, yeah. in each one. Ain't that bee butt juice? Yes, that's bee butt juice. <laughs> yeah, it's not that expensive not here, uh, Nicole. It's one of the few things that's actually on the cheaper side. <laughs> and it's funny. Yeah, I mean, we we. Struggle, we fight, we survive, and we're not too proud to go get a, a food box when when they're distributing them. And we got one the other day, and we got two half gallons of milk in this thing. It shit's good until the middle of April. <laughs> yeah, it's like what is in that milk that makes it good till April? <laughs> That's kind of yeah. Oh yeah, Nicole. That's why any anything you say, or usually ninety percent of anything you buy, it says Best Buy. Yeah, date. at least here it does. If it says it expires on this day, well then just throw it the hell out. But I mean, like I said, I, I mean they're good. I've never had them before, and and I like them. I like them. So, and it gives me that keeps me going in the morning. It's one of the perks of being a vendor doing what I do. Um, when I'm not on the clock for the store, I'm still at the store working. Um, I throw all Nabisco products, like uh, the Oreos, graham crackers, rich crackers, all that stuff. So if you need any Triscuits, we got like 18 boxes of them. Yeah, Jesus Christ, they're covered. They're fucking full. Thank you so much for the ice cream. Thank you, Nicole. Um... I, is that natural milk by chance? I don't know, Heather. No, it's uh begins with a D. Just view the stuff in a dark room. I don't need to do that, Andy. I got the UV light. 
Somewhere. <laughs> you know what? Now she got me curious about what the fucking name of the milk is. I know my lactose-free milk is... Uh, expensive as fuck. Well, it's, yeah, it's expensive, yes. But it's also, um, it holds a longer than normal milk. Yeah, it'll hold about a month and a half. And this is uh, called Rockview Milk. Rockview? That's the name of it, Rockview. Rockview. Oh, and our truck ain't coming tonight with the milk. Yeah, it's heavy snow out there. Gillian says, I've had food from a food bank before. There was all types of crap in it, but they taught me a lesson so to put good foods in the food bank trolley. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, well, it's come a long way. I mean, let me tell you something. Our, this food box that we got had, what, chicken in it? Chicken. Apples. A big block of uh, cheese. Yeah, a big block of cheese. Um, yogurt. Um, sour cream. Potatoes. milk. I mean, it was it was really good. Hey! What's up, like, Troubled Minds? Troubled Minds, how are you? In a... Thank you for the lemon. Oh, thank you for the lemon, Heather. Thank you. Gotta love the lemons. But everybody, positive vibes, positive vibes, positive vibes. Hopefully by the end of this coming week, we will know if we're going to be able to afford and move into our own apartment. Oh, there goes your And man. there went my fucking camera. That might have been me. I tapped on the freaking thing. <laughs> God forbid. No, it's loosened up. Yeah. His his camera's just. I got a, a secondhand generic fucking camera alarm from you know your one and only um, Miss Shadows. Of course, <laughs> thank I get, you for the ice cream. I get everything hand me fucking down. So he's got the good camera. It's just a what? Pain, it's a pain in the ass. The <laughs> camera arm sucks. <laughs> All right, that should work. You're pointing out towards the. Oh, hold on. Okay. No, it's perfect. Okay. What the hell are you talking about? Oh, it is pointing out towards the liver a minute. There we go. <laughs> and he's doing renovations. Yes. <laughs> well, I don't. I, I don't know if I'm doing the renovations or if Shadows was doing it. He's got the camera arm that will hold a lot of weight. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it can't even hold a fucking four ounce camera. <laughs> But it'll hold a lot of weight. It's heavy duty, but it sucks. It does suck because it doesn't. It, it, it does suck because it's not like a regular camera arm. It, it's got, it's one got one ball bearings. Yeah, it's got gears. And if you don't lock it in right, it, it's just gonna collapse. Yeah. Hey, knobs. What's up, knobs? You do sound like Walter at times, Eddie. <laughs> you know who's saying that now? Nicole. Man, I hear that all the time from her. <laughs> Especially when you say that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did forget to tweet it out. Amazes me. Today, Monday. Go along and the camera and the camera don't bat an eye at it. And it turns up and it collapses. <laughs> I know, right? Go fuck yourself, in. That tells you something. <laughs> wow. Are you saying I'm ugly? <laughs> well, it didn't move during the earthquake. <laughs> I love you, though. I love your face. In the dirt. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Now now Heather's into it now. Yeah. <laughs> he does sound like Walter. <laughs> 
Oh, now Nicole's got to post, post a uh, baby dinosaur laughing. Yep. Uh, all right. I, I see how you people are. <laughs> I, I feel the love. It's good. Three little words come to mind. I, I don't want to know what those words are. <laughs> don't want to know. Mm-mm. Oh, no reason to apologize, Heather. <laughs> hey, you got to spit the truth. You got to spit the truth, right? I think it's funny. It, it, it's all good to me. Peanut is my favorite. Yeah, Peanut. I love watching Peanut. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> Happy Monday, everybody. Yes, absolutely. Welcome to another wonderful week coming live from, we're getting snowed in Alaska. (laughs) All right. So on today's show, of course, it's Monday Musings where we talk about all things creepy from haunted places, creepy stories, (laughs) you know, all that good stuff. And today's show, we are talking about the CIA document demonstrates the remarkable paranormal writing <laughs> ability of a gifted girl. Then we're going to learn about the real story of Patrick Cross's devil guitar. And then we're going to look at table tipping. Is it real? Is it not real? And then we're going to have a couple stories about St. Mary's Church in Clop Hill, a.k.a. otherwise known as Black Magic Church. Oh, Heather, this is like our third bout of... Uh... 24 hours of snow. Yeah, today, and the t- it sucks because today's snow is, like, very gloomy. It, yeah, it's that wet, really light. Seems like it's 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Hi, Blue! Hey, Blue! How you doing? What the fart? Here it comes. I know, I'm waiting. Oh, what the fart? <laughs> <laughs> You guys are amazing. Thanks, everybody, for coming in. Definitely. That's it. Show's over. Have a good day, everybody. (laughs) See you tomorrow. (laughs) But, yeah, you you guys are awesome. What the fart? I'm serious. You are. (laughs) It wasn't a joke. It wasn't a joke. You are awesome. I appreciate each and every one of you. I really do. We appreciate each and every one of you. I is the new we. That's right. We're we. freaky. <laughs> oh, here it comes. You guys rock. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> we couldn't do this without you. All right. So... The first story is about CIA, CIA document demonstrates the remarkable paranormal writing ability of a gifted girl. That's right. Moon cookie sisters in action. Activate. Oh, God. First thing that popped to mind was Wonder Twin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> so the facts are a study from China translated and achieved in a CIA's electronic reading room and it demonstrates the ability of a gifted girl to physically write on paper inside a closed container using nothing but her mind you actually think that's possible though yes i do yes i do 
I believe it has some something to do with like poltergeist activity. So it, it's basically you're channeling. Right. Okay. Right. You're focusing all that energy. On a pencil. Right. Or a pen, whatever, to be able to write what you're thinking. Right. Okay. So it says, do paranormal abilities exist? A bold question we often feel is based on belief and not science. But looking into the perimeters that can help determine if something is real or not in our world, like peer-reviewed publications, video footage, and the ability to experience something, then yes, paranormal paranormal abilities do exist, and there are many different examples to choose from that clearly illustrates this. The funny thing is, these abilities are studied and trained at the highest levels of government and military, yet with academia, it's almost completely ignored. As the Chinese Institute of Atomic Energy pointed out in 1991 in a study archived by the CIA, such phenomenon and paranormal abilities of the human body are unimaginable for or unimaginable for ordinary people. Nevertheless, they are true. In the study, the, re- the Chinese researchers provided multiple examples of Qu Gong Master, who under double-blind controller conditions, were was able to teleport a small small objects out of containers from one location to another using nothing but mental influence mm. breaking through spatial barriers multiple test subjects were able to do this including gifted children this is just one example of research and public published observation of this type of phenomenon under tight controls so Basically, you're not moving it. You're de- uh, dematerializing it and rematerializing it in another spot. I didn't get that from that. You, that's well, you that, the reason being, because if you're, you're in a uh, contained closed room, you're talking about this thing either moving through walls, doors. It, it's got to drift through it. And, and that I don't find possible. So you're, you're actually dematerializing this thing. No, what they're saying is she was on one side of the wall. Uh-huh. Okay. Listen to what you're saying now. The stuff was over here. Uh-huh, on the other side of the wall. Right. Okay. And so she moved it from... What I'm saying now. Oh, it's... The, well, yeah, I mean, it's energy. It's going to go you through You are walls. dematerializing what is sitting there into a, a fabricated uh, sense of space in your mind. And then redirecting that that uh, energy that, and, and then rematerializing it somewhere else. Right. Because how is how is this going to pass through a wall? That, unless, the and, item didn't pass through a wall. Okay, what did? If they moved it from one room to another, what what moved? It would be like me having say this is here. Okay. And I'm using a pack of cigarettes and my coffee. And I, with my mind, but I'm, I'm behind the wall. Okay. Oh, so they, within the same room, right. they were able to move it. Right. Telekinesis. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. See, what I was thinking is they moved it from one room to another. To another right. Room. Right. I'm right. so sorry. Oh, no, no, no. At least we were able to figure that part out. Right. See, that's what they picked up too. Maybe, it, maybe that's what it meant. I don't know. I didn't cut that. I didn't get that. 
See, you guys got to understand, too. I, I have no idea what our story's about until we go live. Hey, G-Bulls, how you doing? Welcome. Hey, Wolfie's Cove, how are you? But I, I have no idea what the stories are either in, until we go live. So I have no insight. I, I have no knowledge of. And I like that because that's why. It works know. perfectly. Okay. So we, all right. I misunderstood. I thought you meant that it was moved from one room to another room. Right. Not right. moved from one spot to another spot in the same room. Right. Okay. So another great example in the main subjects of this article comes from a study published in Chinese Journal of Somatic Sciences by researchers from the Fudan University, a major... <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry, G-Wolf. I, 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 you know, how many times I try to say hi to people and I'm not live and they can't hear me? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, he does that just about every Saturday and Sunday when he goes live. Him and Andy will be in the room and he's like going, hi, so-and-so. And it's like, Andy's like, they can't hear you. You're not live, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey... You know, no problem. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to the crowd. Exactly. We all do it. <laughs> um, so Fudan University, a major research university located in Shanghai. The study is slash was also documented and translated by the CIA at the time, but not approved for release until the year 2000. The study is titled Investigation into the Force of Parapsychology Writing. The study explains that parapsychological writing is only one form of paranormal abilities displayed by humans and cites a large number of experiments where the type of phenomenon has been demonstrated and documented repeatedly. Hi, Mulan. Hey, Mulan. See, she called you beautiful shadows. She's beautiful. She is. Parapsychological writing includes a number of complex paras. Why they gotta keep saying it? Paras. <laughs> I can only do it once in a blue moon here. Because they know you can't say it. Parapsychological. Psychology. It, no. Psychologist. It's what I said before. Phenomenon include including moving the writing instrument, breaking through spatical barriers, and thought. Directed writing. Hi, Anton. Hey, Anton. How you doing, hon? Oh, uh, thanks for coming through to hit the like button, bud. I, I greatly appreciate it. Can things come through a portal of if there is two mirrors in front of? That's a good question. Um, that's a good question. I'd be if I had if I could hone in on those abilities, I would definitely try that. That almost sounds like it would be like an infinity box, though. Well, devil's toy box, see? So they keep talking, guys. They wouldn't be able to do it because all they're going to keep seeing is, is a reflection of what they want to see and right. not be able to pass through. Right, right. So me, I'm going to say no. I don't think it would be able to. So this, these paranormal phenomenon can't be explained <laughs> using modern science knowledge or my, modern scientific knowledge. However, the recording of the paranormal phenomena, especially of the accumulation of data on experiments conducted using strict scientific methods, 
must eventually approach and disclose the truth of this unknown realm. The study was designed to detect any type of possible force that could somehow be measured when gifted people demonstrate their paranormal ability. Three, experience, three experiments to do this were conducted. The first one was using a mechanical balance in a, gr a girl named Little G. The balance had a glass cover. Okay, so you got the balance, right? What's the balance? What are you? Are you talking about the balance in environment or, or the balance of energy? Or? It just says balance pan. So they have a balance. Okay. They have a okay. scale. Scale, right? Um, the balance had, glass, had a glass cover and was very sensitive to lightweight objects. Okay. On the left plate of the balance... The researchers placed a plastic film canister. So one of those little black and gray, you know, with a gray top. That you used to put old film in. Where we where people would store their weed. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I figured that he'd that. <laughs> <laughs> I know what that is. Okay. So so on the left hand side they placed one of those canisters, right? Inside that film canister, they placed a square of white paper. Okay. Okay. The lid to the film canister was slightly open. And on the right-hand side of the mechanical balance, they placed a piece of material identical to the weight of the canister with a piece of paper inside it. So the balance would keep level. Okay. Okay. Placed next to, next to the balance was a concrete slab with a pen on it. The experiment required Lil G to use her thoughts to write or draw on the piece of paper located inside the film canister with a black ink fountain pen. So on the left uh, on the left hand side of the canister, she is where they want her to draw. Right. Okay. The results were incredible. She was. To concentrate her thoughts on this to be, okay, she was, to concentrate her thoughts on this to the exception of everything else. We conducted a total of nine experiments, of which three were successful. Each experiment lasted 15 to 25 minutes. The words and drawings were all black like the ink in the fountain pen used in the experiment. In the three successful experiments, two had clear characters and drawings, and the other had a fairly blurry circles and dots. Neither of the two observers saw the mechanical balance move at all, demonstrating that the film canister was not under any observable outside force. Influence, yeah. Yeah. So, now, did they, did they take... A sample of the ink that was on the paper to match it with with the ink that was in the pen. Was well, it exactly the same ink? Do you, now, right, do you see what I'm right. saying? I'm not sure, to be honest with you. Let's see what they say. Okay, hold on. G-Wolves. Uh, uh, um, it's Wolfie's Cave. Where do you see G-Wolves? Wolfie's. Wolfie's Cove. Well, cave. well, oh, it looked like a G. <laughs> Remember, I'm on, I'm on my bad screen. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, wolf. How's that? <laughs> um, the two mirrors you're talking about, uh, 
you have them facing one another, how far apart? Because what I'm starting to think is that with the, the movement that they're hearing or, hearing or seeing, is it the mirrors are that close? It's walking from one mirror to the next, like it's going through a constant portal. Right, yeah, I, be I believe that could be happening. Like seven feet, yeah, it, it's like it's walking out of one and, and it's looking at the other one and walking right into it. Because it's, I have two mirrors and a right at each other. I keep feeling things during the night. Yeah, I believe that can happen. I mean, that's my belief. I don't know, like, my... specifically, like, I couldn't tell you, like, scientifically or anything like that. But I definitely feel like... It's walking out of one and right into the other one. I just know it's a bad Chinese thing to put mirror things facing off each other. Is off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when when you're talking about the ink thing and that, if they would have uh, did a scientific test on the ink that was actually on that paper and the ink that was actually in that pen, now if they would have matched, right now I'd be like, whoa, wait a minute, right? But notice, I did. Did you guys hear? And maybe I I just missed it, but they're not say. Did they say the pen moved? No, they they didn't say that. So she's manipulating the ink. The writing just materialized from her mind. That's even stranger. Wow. Okay. They say, if you're floored by the claimed results of the study, you're certainly not alone. What we're seeing is an example that humans may have abilities far beyond that what we're aware of today. And that it may be a matter of development for others to realize these abilities. It's like I tell you guys all the time, we're much... We have so many abilities, all of us. Now, people put labels on people, and really, there should be no labels because we're all equal when it comes to, you know what I mean? People are like, oh, you do spells. Well, you're a witch. And I put that label on myself, but anybody can do it. Do you know what I mean? Right. Anybody has that ability to do it. It's just believing in yourself. For me, it said it would be interesting if before and after the experiment, they examined the ink inside the pen to determine if it somehow was the source of the writing. But the various pens used had different color ink. And, then, and in the next experiment, research mentioned how the ink marks that appeared on the paper were both blue and green, just like the inks in the pen. So every time they switched the colors... So this guy was thinking like you did, Mr. Scientific over there. <laughs> and I barely graduated high school. <laughs> but what I'm saying, Nicole, is is all spells are can be easy for everyone. Everybody has the same ability. We're all aspects of gods. Okay. It depends on how you channel it. Yeah. We all have the ability to move anything and manifest anything we want. It's just the belief system. The well, belief in yourself. I think most of your life, you're growing up believing like that it's a trick, it's magic, it can't be done. Yep, exactly. So you learn at such a young age that it can't be done. Mm -hmm. Instead of being told, it oh, can be. Concentrate. Right. And, and like the bending of the spoon thing, that trick. You know, yeah. But what happened over time with that, though, is so many magicians made it magic. So you automatically think it's fake. Right. It can't be done. Right. 
But if you would have grown up the right way and, and taught, then maybe, yeah. Is it possible? Could you have done it? Absolutely. Right. It's telekinesis. It's kind of what I tell my kids. Is it, whatever. Even if you'd like with Santa Claus and, you know, little things like that. The Do you Easter believe Bible. in here? Do you believe in your heart? Then then, then, then it's real. true. Yeah. Then they're real. It's same with powers. It's, you know, whatever paranormal abilities, if you want to call them that. It's just, it's, <laughs> we have all those abilities. Like we have all of our chakras. But we have to believe that we can open them. We right. have to believe in them. Right. Okay. That's why I say everybody makes their own world. Almost like they make their own rules. Mm-hmm. You govern your own body. Right. Okay. So moving on. This, well, the same story. But the second experiment used a thermal balance to try and detect some sort of force generated by the mental will of the subjects. A thermal balance gives a continuous recording of the relationship between mass and temperature. In the experiment, a blank piece of paper or blank piece of tape was stuck to one of the arms of the thermal balance. The arm was covered with a glass tube to keep air currents from affecting the experiment. No shit, wool. Little G sat at the edge of the, ta- edge of the table that was five, 0.5 meters from the balance with her back turned to the instrument. On the table, there was a fountain pen. The experiment required that the subject use her thoughts to write on the white tape with the fountain pen. During the experiment, those administrating the experiment always observed the progress of the experiment from the side. So not, you know, obviously. They're not looking head on. Right. And the automatic recorder drew the weight time graph. I don't know what that means. Uh, um, The difference in temperatures of time frames of what's happening. Okay. Ten experiments were conducted and all three of those were successful. Each experiment lasted approximately 20 minutes. The writing was always dots on the same color in the same color as the ink used in the fountain pens in the experiment, green and blue. Um, I'm not trying to stop what you're reading. Mm-hmm. Um, Wolf says, so I've been able to move things and manipulate water and light. Mm-hmm. Um, Shadows, uh, her only son, is very capable of manipulating clouds and getting them to move, getting them to disappear. And her youngest daughter can make flame flicker and dance by just her mind looking at it. Um, what you're saying, it almost sounds like like you were drowning or something. <laughs> Which is very weird if you think about it, because they're opposite signs. Yeah, should, he should be fire; she should be air. Well, no, cancer. But uh, it, it almost sounds like uh, Wolf there it says, I, I think in my powers are most able to be used in water. Would you, did, did you uh, almost drown at one point? Yeah, he's water. 
Yeah, Ryan's water sign, and then so clouds would make sense. And then right, or Danielle's air sign. She's me. So, so making the air around the flame, making it flicker and dance. But I'm wondering if, if Wolf almost drowned at one point because it, it, what they said. He said no. No. Huh. Okay, that that's kind of interesting then. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for the ice cream. Nicole. Oh, is that Nicole? Yeah. I, I, I forget take, that you can't see. Well, something. no, I can, but I, I was taking a swallow of my beer, so I'm looking <laughs> upward. <laughs> so the third experiment with us. Hey, Pammy. Hi, Pammy. The third experiment would, was similar to the previous two, only this time it was they used a piezoelectric crystal to try and detect some sort of electro, electromagnetic force. There was no force detected, but multiple subjects in this experiments were able to successfully write on the blank piece of paper 10 successful times. So they wanted to see that if they were actually manipulating the energy around them. Right. Okay. There is no known and widely accepted explanation for the phenomenon observed by the researchers, and perhaps our methods of detecting some type of force aren't advanced enough yet. I wonder if we're, because they're just coming into discovering black. Did that light just flicker or was it my eyes? I think that was just your eyes, but it might not have been because what I just read, what Wolf wrote, is you. Oh. It was weird yeah. because I have also been able to make my lights flicker because I was mad. It only happens when I'm mad, though. I'm the same way. I affect electric items, electronical items when I'm mad. I read that and... and or upset, frustrated. That's the biggest you one. You just popped into my head when as I'm, soon as I read that. When I'm frustrated. People can manipulate other people. So what... Well, you know, when, when Nicole, you want to go person to person, um, manipulation is, is a big word to use in, in that. Um, intimidate. That's uh, more sleight of hand. Not, no, it's a, a what the hell is it? A power of suggestion. Right. Yeah. And he says scientists want to want scientific explanations, so they're going to insist there's something measurable, even when they can't prove it or find it. But I'm wondering if because they're they're talking about what black energy or black mass. Yeah. That they're just coming in to realize they knew it was there. But now they're starting to detect it. So I wonder if that's if you're manipulating the energy, the black matter around things. Do you think that they've started to understand what the black mass really is? I don't think they're fully I don't know. I honestly That's why don't I said know. starting to understand what black mass really is. Right. I mean, everybody has black mass in their mind. Black matter, but well, mass yeah. matter. But it, 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 it's a, a a covenant part of the brain that you're able to disappear into and, and make things move, happen, whatever. And it's when everybody says you only use what twenty percent of your brain out of a hundred percent, but right. that little piece is only like one percent of your brain, right? Wolfie, um, take it from somebody that's, I've done that a long time. 
So what happens when, because he said, they said, when I made my phone glitches and it makes me even more madder. Yes. And that's just the thing. It's the frustration, right? So when you're, fr that, take it as a warning sign to step away whatever's frustrating you. Do you know what I mean? That's what I do. Like when I, when my electronics start going off, I'm just like, okay, I got to walk away now. It's kind of my sign to, hey, you know, back off. Hey, hey Scoop. Scoop. If that makes sense. It's all a matter of the mind. It depends on which side of the mind we use. Now, keep in mind, though, Wolf, um, this is just our own belief, our, our own thoughts. It, yes, it, it's, it's nothing that, that's scientifically proven. That's right. So the author of the study explains that this. The pen appears in their mind. They imagine the object on which the pen is to write, whether it be paper, tape, etc. Whatever you want me to write on. Finally, the pen will suddenly write or make a mark on the paper or tape in their mind with a flash and the process is over. There are also times when the person will use thought to to image the paper or tape to put on an image and then to imagine the pen and finally the flash described above. And that's kind of like when I put up a, a, a shield. Photo imaging. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like that. that word come from? <laughs> it's kind of like... Um, When I go to put up a shield, all I can say is that it's like I start out with a little ball. I imagine a ball in the middle of wherever I am, the room or whatnot. Hi, Linz. Hey, Linz. How are you, hon? We're doing good, hon. So I imagine that ball, and then it, it like explodes out, and the next thing I, I, I there's a flash. Yep. And then the I, I can imagine the bubble around of where I am, whether it be a... a the hotel, um, wherever. And I do the same thing with my kids. Now, Wolf said that, that they have a, uh, and now this falls in, in where it, it affects me. When, when they're playing a video game, they get aggravated. And, and, and the more aggravated you get, uh, the more you lose. You, you, can't, you can't do anything. And I've learned at that point, Wolf, I, I, I turn it off. I walk away from the game. I, I leave it alone. And I'll leave it alone for a couple hours. And then when I go back to the game, I go in with a different uh, uh, head attitude of no matter what happens, I'm going to have fun. Right. And all of a sudden, I'm winning. Mm -hmm. And I keep winning until it gets to the point of, okay, I've won enough, I'm done, and I'll stop playing the game. We let our brains take over. That's what it is. Like when I'm typing on the keyboard, and I've used this analogy before, when I'm typing, if I just, if I'm staring at something and I'm typing, if I let go, I'll type no problem. But once I start thinking about what I'm typing, then I'm like, I got to look at the keyboard. Does that make sense? And it kind of like how I am though. When, when I am doing either an email or a message, don't talk to me. Because if you're talking to me, the conversation we're having is exactly what I'm typing either in Messenger or email. Yeah. And, and I will type it all word for word. Don't talk to me when I'm when I'm doing that. Yep. 
And, and Scooch, you're absolutely right. We don't talk about prehistoric times in panties in this place. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't pass that up. So, I mean, there's a lot that we don't know about, but a lot more that they're learning. Do you know what I mean? So the takeaway of this is it's important to mention again that there are many examples of a, of such parapsychological, parapsychological phenomenon. That's my once. Well, if it no, shows, no, 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 if it shows no, no. up in the story anymore, it's I'm not going to be able to do it. This article is only prov providing a tidbit on the subject, coming from defense departments of multiple countries. Why is it that it's studied in classified and secretive settings and not really made readily made available or open to public scrutiny? Why are these things being studied at the highest level of government, yet completely ignored and unacknowledged with academics? <coughs> so that's what they, you know, they want you to dive deeper, basically. Like I said, all the links, of course, as always, are down in the description. I, I, every individual is different. It, it, it just, <laughs> I know I, I, I was reading that. And at first, all I could think of is you better be talking to Nicole, Andy. <laughs> That's what it was, Andy. I said academics, not quackademics. <laughs> Andy, I would definitely send you that type of message. Okay, I'm confused. Um, quackademics. I wouldn't call it quackademics. I, I just don't think that they're uh, suited enough to understand or, or have enough, enough resources to be able to conduct experiments and research um, the project of what they're doing. And I don't know. It's hard to explain from my point of view. Right. I, I think they're uneducated on what they're trying to find. Right. And then what they do find, they don't know how to research it and calculate what is actually happening. Right. Okay. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. So our next story is the real story of Patrick Cross's devil guitar. In 1995, Patrick Cross, who was an accomplished musician, bought a white electric guitar in the shape of a bee. A copy of the most more famous guitar made by Gibson called the Gibson Flying Z or Flying V. Yeah, I, I don't know, where, I I don't know where Z came from, but I knew what you meant. The guitar purchased by Cross was made of heavy maple wood and looked like it had been passed down by various musicians. He said it was made in 1989 and it was in very good shape considering it was used. Other than a slight crack on the top of the neck of the guitar, as if it had been dropped, it played well. The mysterious part, the guitar had survived from a fire in a Michigan bar where a band was playing and all of a sudden a fire broke out. Everything in the bar was burned to a crisp and all except the guitar, which survived without any burns, marks, or and fully intact. Apparently someone in the band had died in the fire and the guitar was sold, ending up in Oakville, Ontario. <laughs> Right, Nicole? <laughs> Cross recalled that he had been strangely drawn to the guitar. It was as if it called him saying, play me, play me. As soon as he picked it up to play, he felt a tingling electric sensation, like he, it knew he wanted it, and it was right for him. 
He didn't even check out the other guitar since he couldn't put this one down. It was an odd feeling, but most musicians will understand, he said. Kind of like me with my skulls. And me when I played baseball. Right. I had three gloves because I, I, I played so much, but that one glove was the one. Well, that... Yeah, yeah. The guitar played fine in the store, jamming to some bluesy rock riffs and some classic chords. But when he got home, it seemed to go out of tune when he picked it up to play it. He thought it was odd since it was played fine before, and now it's starting to detune itself? It wants you to pay attention. When he started playing something like Smoke on Water by Deep Purple, I know how to play that on keyboard, um, and Purple Haze by Jimmy... Smoke on the Water? Smoke on the Water. Yeah. Um, And Purple Haze by Jimmy Hendrix. The The guitar played back in tune. It felt like it really liked a dark, heavy sound, and it it played better than ever. Yeah. After two days, Cross began to hear weird sounds in the apartment. The noises seemed to be coming from a closet in the second bedroom where the guitar was stored. He opened the closet door, heard nothing, looked at the guitar, looked around, didn't see anything. But he heard what sounded like men's voices arguing with each other. It was as... It was as if an argument was going on in the closet between two men. One sounded Spanish, the other Mexican. And bad juju that was left with that guitar. And they were talking about money. <laughs> he heard this from the front room, then went to the bedroom to, to the closet to look. Again, suddenly everything stopped. As the days passed, weird things started happening around the inside of Cross's apartment. His keys would disappear, then reappear sometime later. He saw shadows moving in the wall, heard footsteps and bangs and knocks. Covered doors would open and close on their own. Devil didn't came down to Georgia. He said devil went down to Georgia. <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna quote him, you better quote the song the right way. <laughs> Charlie Daniels, the devil went down to Georgia. Okay. Lights turned back on after he shut them off. The television set would was on would okay, the television set was on when he would come home. And even through he remembered turning it off before he went out. His Emma, ca- I'm sorry, Emma, Emma ain't been here since the beginning of the show. They were the first one in the room and when, never said a word. I always pin the first uh comment made. No, not all right, Andy. It's not a porn site. <laughs> His cat would look in the air as if it saw something moving in the air, and then look in the other bedroom as if she could see something, see someone walking around. If the guitar was left out, he could feel a chill around it, like cold air or cold wind. As Cross began to use the guitar in his rock band, Sci-Fi Prodigy. Strange things would also happen at music rehearsals and band performances. They experienced power failures on their equipment and heard weird voices coming through their music amplifiers. Lights would turn off and on and blow out on several occasions. Actual fires started from the floodlights in the room for no reason. The drummer experienced his cymbals falling off and his drums going out of tune every time he started to play. What's up, Ron? Hey, Ron! Run! 
I, I think what that is, it, um, it, it, it was a, a rocker, and he wanted on stage again, and he's blowing the equipment trying to get the stage set ready for a concert. The band members also heard other people talking in the room around the guitar when they went out of the room. The guitar could not be played and would detune itself when anyone tried to play it, except for the songs of bad or loud negative music, such as heavy metal or aggressive rock songs, with death and was- uh, Nicole, you guys rock. You rock. <laughs> the guitar particularly liked one song he wrote and played. What's up, Whisper? Hey, Whisper. Hey, Ryan. Um, something is out there, which is about ghosts and evil entities and fear of the unknown with a heavy X-Files type edge. Now, do you think that it, it put itself out of tune until it played them songs? Because were these songs that he wrote the lyrics to or he wrote the music to? And, and, and he had to try to get his point across. And that's why the, the, the guitar would go out of tune. Well, this one is... The guitar particularly liked one song he wrote and played entitled Something Is Out There. This was the guitarist wrote the song. The one that played that guitar. Right. That bought the guitar, yes. This one was one of the very few songs the guitar would stay in tune for. The guitar had a presence of evil, a bad aura around it. It seemed to be three feet of cold presence. Other people include Rob McDonald from XY Zone Radio Show and Janet Russell from Beyond the Unexplained also felt this, said Cross. More things of the paranormal nature occurred to Cross as time went on. He said he had a series of bad luck, which he believed was related to the guitar being in his apartment. He lost his job, his health started to suffer, rashes and sores appeared on his legs for no apparent reason. His car would shoot out flames from the top of the engine every time he started it, even though there was no mechanical reason to account for this. Just sounds like he's trying to draw attention to something for some reason. Right. Cross Um, began to take pictures of the guitar and investigated while all these bizarre happenings and bad luck occurrences should be taking place. He captured some ghost orbs around the guitar many times, and on occasion, he could see a misty presence. It always felt cold when he picked up the guitar, and he would get small electrical shocks even when it wasn't plugged in. On one occasion in Ontario, where his band was performing, a fire broke out in the bar area. Glasses filled with water would shatter as they passed near the table where the guitar where the guitar laid. On May 16th, 1999, Cross was a guest speaker at a UFO ghost conference, the X-Zone Synopsis in Ontario. He brought his devil guitar, also known as the Honda guitar, along to see if he could find some individuals who could physically channel anything that might explain the phenomenon surrounding it. Some of them said that they felt weird, around the guitar and expressed their opinion that it contained an evil presence. Two people said that they could help where psychosensitives, Janet Russell and Eugenia Macer's story. Um, they proceeded to channel the guitar and found out that it had a living entity attached to it. On 
I don't know, Andy. That's a good question. Andy says, I really get frustrated when the room temperature changes and that affects the strings, throwing it slightly out of tune. Why would a pro musician put up with a guitar that's constantly doing it to them? I don't know. Um, so it seems to have, it said that it seems to have an intelligence and was talking to Eugenia saying it did not wish to be put on display, but wanted to cause evil and destruction. It wanted to fly like a condor with large wings and call itself Eye of Condor. They later found out that this was a popular song in Mexico and South America where condors do live. The guitar wanted to start fires. They wanted Cross to kill it, kill with it. Actually use it to kill, swinging it like an axe. Cross felt very sickened by this. So, yeah. Two hours of psychic talk with a spirit. Eugenia suggests the guitar just be destroyed or re-blessed. So it says, since 1999, Cross has investigated all sorts of hauntings and ghost activities, but has never had anything happen or bizarre as when he owned the haunted guitar. So, I mean, he did pour salt over it. Hey, Vegas. Hey, Vegas Ghost Girls. How you doing, hon? So apparently he dumped fire or dumped a full can of gasoline on it and he was horrified because now the whole can of gas could explode engulfing the flames. Cross said at the time he was panicked but somehow managed to put out the flames that had began to burn his clothes. Apparently all this stuff had happened. He poured more salt over the burned up guitar just to make sure it would contain whatever spirit energy was still left. He left the guitar in the garage can and took the case Closed it up with salt inside and wrapped the blue uh, wrapped the blue cloth cloth back around the case. Said he was shaken, but he felt good that he had destroyed the evil entity, hoping that it wouldn't haunt him. And Im immediately after returning home, he said Cross felt a sense of relief. He didn't hear any voices or see anything or feel anything. Um, so his life got better after it happened. So he trapped all the entities inside of it. Yeah. Don't what he did, and, and um, and, and I, I hate you know, I it's not I'm bringing this up on on a bad thing or anything, but when I was married to Laurel, mm -hmm. okay, when we first got married, we weren't living together. All we're, right, I remember, yeah, still in high school, yeah, and uh, she was in a house fire, and I had broken my femur bone, I, I was on crutches, I, I, I was fucked up, and I get a phone call that that. Um, the house she's in is up in blazes and, and the, the, the fire department reports, there's one picture that never got touched, not scorched, nothing. And it was our wedding picture. Everything in the house was fucking demolished. Now, please explain that one to me. Hi, Lucid. Hey, Lucid. I just saw your tweet. I was just going to say thank you, everybody who's tweeted me out. <laughs> So I appreciate it. Uh, how how does something like that work? Right. I, I mean, what 
creates the universe to protect, defend one thing or another. Right. I don't know. I mean, there could be so much love around that picture at the time. It might have been. It protected it. God knows there ain't now. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know that, but... I mean, that was way back in, what, fucking 89. Right. Yeah, there ain't no love around that goddamn picture. Fuck, <laughs> I'll, I'll put a letter to it myself, but... <laughs> Not nice. You know, I have no ill will against her. It has um, to be energy that was protecting it. I think we have that power. Definitely. Definitely we have that power. But how can our energy be protecting it when we didn't know that the fire was happening at that point in time? I just think, like I said, there was so much love around that picture at the time. It was a pretty picture. I mean, I looked good. <laughs> oh, he looked good. I looked good in the tux. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If he does say so himself. That's goddamn right. <laughs> I look fucking good in a tux. So I, I had to, I was watching something last night. And um, if some if you guys have seen, I'm sure. Humans are excellent conductors of energies. We can do some amazing. And yeah. you're right, Whisper. We can without even knowing that we're doing it. Definitely. Um first for everything, Eddie. And I don't know what the first is that you're talking about, Andy. That's, is it the dressed up part? <laughs> Y'all should have seen me in my dress blues. <laughs> they would have shit. <laughs> okay, so the next story, I was like I said, I was watching something last night and this was brought up and I thought I'd do some research about it. And I thought it was pretty cool. Definitely lucid. We absolutely manifest. Yes. It's just having that belief in yourself. Is it possible? With the, the the point in that, is it possible? You have to take the word is out of there. Right. And replace it. It, it is, is possible. possible. That's the thing. Like, like when I, me personally, <laughs> when I've done a spell, I can tell right afterwards whether it's going to work or not. Because of the fact that I I know how much intent, you know. <laughs> Whisper, it probably would. <laughs> but Any, yeah, anything is possible. Exactly. In your own mind, if you believe it, you strongly in your heart know it. It'll happen. Yeah. Okay. So on. So. The story, anyway, was about um, who built America's Stonehenge, the riddle of Mystery Hill. So it says, when 17th century Europeans reached what is now New Hampshire, they found that someone had been there before them. Evidence suggested that North America was colonized long before the birth of Christ. The truth is that it was an advanced civilization on the shores of America thousands of years ago. But who were they? Where did they come from? Right? Mystery Hill is an ancient American site near Salem in New Hampshire. This fascinating place has puzzled scientists for centuries. The stones and inscriptions discovered at this location offer evidence clearly showing that Columbus was anything but the first person to reach the New World. <laughs> 
which we know this that. isn't new news right everybody knows that america was discovered long before columbus right new hampshire mystery hill also known as america stonehenge is located about 40 miles north of the city of boston and is about 25 miles inland from the atlantic ocean it is one of the largest and possible when i lived in massachusetts i wish i'd known about this really i really do um the possibility of the oldest megalithic site in North America. Mystery Hill is a series of stone formations traversing over 30 acres. And I thought I had opened this up. Uh, okay, Scoots, you're talking about South America right now. We're talking about North America, the United States. Um, what you're talking about has nothing to do with what we're discussing right at the moment. Okay, let me get the picture back up. That ain't it. That's St. Mary's. <laughs> oh, I got to share the picture. Andy actually brought up something earlier about we were talking about being able to move stuff with your mind, manifest it, um, move it from one spot to another. And he even said, well, maybe that was an explanation of how Stonehenge was built. Could be. Yes, Andy, I do remember that from the beginning of the show. I I remember seeing that. So this is one of the pictures. It's, I can't, it's too small for me to see. Okay, hold on. So it says, when Europeans colonized today's New Hampshire, they discovered traces of unknown civilization. The Spaniards painted little, if any, attention to the purpose behind the stone circles and other curious megaliths. Now, see, this, the reason they're having problems of finding out who actually built this was because there's so many different things. There's so many different things, like different um, way of people writing on the stones. Do you know what I mean? You're talking to, uh, what, what do you mean, um, writing? Is it, are, are they doing uh, drawings, writing? Yeah, drawings. There's But there's different like types. There's different um, the ways of, of how they... Different languages. Kind, yeah. So the architects of Mystery Hill had an impressive knowledge of astronomy. Stone walls throughout the site provide over 200 astronomical alignments with the moon, 45 different stars, and important geographic points. One standing stone points to the star Thuban, which is the, was the North Pole in 2000 BC. Huge monoliths are aligned to mark the summer and winter sunrise, and the stones may have helped those who live there to plot the seasons. Whisper says it would be funny as hell if, if one day we wanted extraterrestrials did all this just to fuck with humans' minds. And you know what? <laughs> it, it's already been thought about, um, been being studied, that extraterrestrials actually did do this. 
trying to give us the knowledge of what we need. Yeah, so it's funny that that he said that. Right, right. So mystery, although Mystery Hill is often referred to America's Stonehenge, the arrangement of the stones in the circle in New Hampshire differ from the original Stonehenge in the United Kingdom. The stones involved in Stonehenge are larger, up to 45 tons. These are about 11 tons. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, that's not heavy. But the thing with is <laughs> they have a lot of paranormal experiences up there, especially around the solstice. And what I was watching last night, I was watching the Holster Files. They were doing a thing on here, and I read up on a little bit about it and everything. And like whether you believe in Cindy or not, um, a lot of her experience of, of going by there was basically she felt that like you shouldn't be here. This is sacred. You shouldn't be here. I haven't said this before because I, I, I won't be able to scroll back. Whisper says, watch, Stonehenge is nothing more than the extraterrestrial kids' art project. <laughs> right? Well, this, this, um, the America Stonehenge has a, definitely there was some sacrifices up there. There is a stone tablet where you can, even has the grooves for the blood outlet. You know what I mean? And stuff like that. So, um, definitely pretty wild. If you get a chance to go up there and check it out, please do, because I'd like to know about it. I'd like to go there and check it out. I want to know the feeling. I want to feel that feeling of what it is around there. And, and anybody in, in podcasts, uh, I, I don't know if you got your podcast up and running right now. You don't? Well, I not until after I upload it. Okay. Hey, I, I just want you all to know, um, don't do what I did when I was younger. I, I, I'm stupid. I, I got a felony conviction from over 20 years ago. And this is what ruins my chances of being able to investigate and understand what the world is really about. Because I can't get a passport. I can. Going to cost me a, a couple thousand dollars. But don't fuck up. Don't do it. To understand the world, you have to investigate the world. Right, right. And, and unfortunately, I can't do it. But we can still go to everywhere in the United States. Look, everybody, it's only 99 cents to support us. I'm <laughs> <laughs> such an ass. I am. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, definitely, Andy. Stonehenge is different from Gobeki Tepe. Yeah, of course. And it's different to the stone circles in northern Britain. But there are a lot that are, are alike. You know what, Nicole? That would be cool. Book a plane. We all go together. That would be phenomenal. But, listen, I think I solved the whole everything last night. Okay? I, I solved the everything last night. <laughs> what is happening is <laughs> no, 
I'm just saying. Let, let, let me get my stones. My, this, it, oh, you're going to get your stones? And I'm not stones? talking about the ones in my pants. <laughs> He's talking about this belief. And, Where's my other two? I don't know. Did they go for a walk? But um, they could have been. Or they could have. So I'm laying there. This is what goes through my mind at the end of a long day. Oh, you all don't want to know. Right? <laughs> so I'm laying there and I'm thinking about different yeah, I could have been Andy no I wasn't but um so I'm sitting there and I'm laying well I'm laying there and I'm thinking about the different timelines right different um different uh well timelines <laughs> I don't know what else I was trying to think of what the hell you were trying to think of and what was going through my mind is like the whole Mandela effect well if like right now Take, for instance, right now, this very moment, they're building the pyramids in another timeline. Okay, long okay. before our timeline. No, it's the same timeline. There's no time. It all runs together at the same time. So you're talking about in another parallel universe. There you go, yeah. You're going way back. Thousands of years. Everything is happening at once, right now, in this moment, right now. So what you're saying is everything in life from the beginning of time is all happening at the same time. Right. Right now. Yes. Okay. Okay. So there is no past. There's no present. It all happens right now. Right? So, but different parallel universes, different timelines. Right? No, you can't say timeline. No, you just well, I'm trying to put it in time. Like the, 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 the that you do. Parallel universe. Okay. So what if that's what if now 2012 that now mind you, this is what all going through my head before I still fall asleep at night. Why are we going back to 2012? 2012 is when it, the Mandela effect first started taking effect. Oh Mandela effect's been in fucking the works for fucking ever. Show me. What show do you mean? Me. Show me. Show me anything uh, uh, before 2012. I can't right now because if I do, I'm going to fuck up all Excuses. my my screens. No, I know, I know how that feels. Believe <laughs> me. So, so what I'm saying is, 2012 is supposedly when we we're supposed to die, right? That's one of the Y2K is when all the computers were supposed I'm to. I'm not shut talking down. about Y2K. Let me finish. That's Mandela. Twenty? Right? No, it's not. It is in my mind. How is it a Mandela effect? Because I said it was. Mind? 2012 is when we were supposed to die. 2012 is when Mandela started happening. 2012 is, is a lot of things were supposed to happen in 2012. Wait a minute. Why were we supposed to die in 2012? Because the Mayan cal calendar ended, right? What? Oh, the Mayan calendar. Okay, yeah. yeah. The calendar, that's when these, right? So, what if that's where all our... That happened in 2012. It's also the time when they opened the earth back up um, out of a protection spell. That, not protection spell, but a protection for the aliens to, like, they created earth a diversion. is open for business. They, they right? created a diversion. Yes, and it started the shift. Everything, right? So what if 2012 started all that, right? So everything's happening at now. Right, so we're all waking up and changing timelines from our past, which in fact turns them on the Mandel effect because we're like, wait a minute, 
I don't like what you say because you told me there's no such thing as a timeline, but you keep saying timeline. I'm sorry, but not timeline. <laughs> the non-timeline. We'll, we'll use that. The non-timeline. He's like, what do you want me to believe, woman? <laughs> I say timeline. I'm completely wrong. She says timeline. It's okay. <laughs> the Mayan calendar right. doesn't state the world will end. Actually, it, it, actually, the calendar didn't state it. Everybody said that there was the end of time. Right. The Mayan, the Mayan calendar. Right. Yeah. So, so what if that affected everything? Everything's with you know, kind of like how I say today, everybody's waking up. So it, there's a lot of chaotic energy. Goddamn chaos. Um. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a lot of chaotic energy going on because nobody knows what the fuck to do. Nobody knows what to think. They're all, everybody thinks they're going crazy because that's what awakening is. It's not a rainbows and moon cookies. Yeah, Nicole just says it, every beginning has an ending, but after an ending, it, it begins again. Hey, Freaky Geek, hey, welcome. Freaky geek. In, 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 in a way, I'm going to have to agree with her mm -hmm. because and, and I, I went over this, and, and me and Shadows talked about this a, a extensively. The human body is made up of nothing but atom and matter. What cannot die? Atoms and matter. <clears throat> Atoms matter. Atoms matter. <laughs> That's how I was always able right. to remember that. Right. Um, the, the shell. I was slapping an Annie, sorry. Oh, listen. Okay, yeah, okay. Um, but when your human shell decides that it's had enough, your your human organs that your your matter moves on. You're not dead. Um, I, I, and, I, and I honestly believe that the reason why you go in what they call purgatory or whatever the hell you want to call it. Is because your matter and your atoms are waiting for a new vessel. Whether you be reborn as a baby again, or or you're sent back into another older shell. Thank you for the diamond. That scared the hell out of me. <laughs> Thank you, Freaky Geek. Do you know what for I mean? The diamond. Thank you. Right. I almost but, feel like I sat here and said all that. Just but I don't. Nothing. I don't think. No, no, no. I I get what you're saying. I totally get what you're saying, and and it could be. I mean, but it's not. I don't think it's purgatory. Purgatory, though. That's what I said. Hey, I, I don't know what they call it. Unless Crawley's there. But like they said, uh, um, who was it we watched? That they said that uh, three minutes of, of them in the light and everything. Nicole from through the veil. It was. It's ten years that they've already right. been gone. Yeah, like I couldn't tell you when I had my near-death experiment or Maybe experiment. Maybe right to vote when it has enough. Um, Anton, or do you do you mean um, right. whether the body gives up and it's it's time to just rest it? I'm no, I think he's joking with Andy about the politicians. Thing. Oh, oh, story um, is not. A, like when I had my near death experiment, experiment, experience. Yeah, she experiment. she tried to kill herself and I had to bring her back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she wanted to do experiment. Flatliners, that's what I got from you. Know. 
Um, that was a good program. That was a good movie. Um, I didn't know like how long I was like, there's no time. I couldn't tell you, Oh, I was there for 10 minutes or, you know what I mean? I couldn't, there was, I wasn't even thinking about like, that wasn't even in my head. No, time is, it, it, it's, it's a matter of space. There is no, it, it, time is infinite. Right. It's man-made. That's why I don't think, what I think happens is when we, this vessel dies, I think we jump right back into wherever. We're, when we jump, whether you're in, like, you're back in yourself and can't remember, or you're in another parallel universe, like you don't, Put you're giving yourself, you're given whether you're 13 or 22 or 56, whatever, whatever, where you jump in, you're given those memories. And, and you know what I like about what you just said? I have to agree with you 100%. It, you, you could be reborn again from a baby. You could be re, right back to a teenager with, with the memories of your childhood. Mom's still alive. Dad's still alive. You, you know, and, and it kind of flashes back on you like, hold on, kind of remember this. Why do I remember it? Because there's something in that timeline, something in that time of frame that you were supposed to do and didn't get it done. And that's why. I don't, I don't believe that. But. I've always been, I've always believed in the fact of you will always come back because God gave everybody a job to do. And, and until you fulfill that job, You'll keep coming back, depending on what age it was or, or what See, time. See, now, I or, believe you'll experience that because that's what you believe. Yes, th that's what I'm saying. I know. I'm not, I'm not saying no, I know, I know. But I'll experience whatever I believe. Right. Do you know what I mean? That's I really feel that way. Yeah. Hold on. Let me scroll back because I want to make sure I didn't miss it. There's so much we missed. Kind of crazy uh, Flatliners, I just got done watching that flick. Got those spy cans out of my house, guys. Yeah, we we, we watched Flatliners all the way through. That, that was a good-ass program. Um, Nicole said, my near-death experiment, or experiment. Why am I experiment all of a sudden? Experience was not that with the time. Maybe I was supposed to say experiment. Maybe my soul was experimenting at that time. I don't know. But my near-death experience was not with the tunnel and the light. Just heard kind of wind and suddenly my dad shouting, go back. And that was it. See, my near-death experience was basically, I didn't, I everything was black. I couldn't see anything. I couldn't, I could feel emotion. I could feel everybody was connected. I could feel, like I said, my kids, yeah, I, my I, kids I, human I here, being human, my kids are the most important things in my life when I had my near-death experience, like everything was my. And, and one thing, Ron, you got to understand, she knows where I know where she sleeps. So <laughs> I don't have to agree with her. And, and we disagree on a lot of things. Ryan, we'll, we'll come uninstall those cams. Um, <laughs> I want to do that magnetic experiment again. Actually, we do. Um, we talked about stepping it up a notch. What, what, what were we going to do? I think not everyone is reincarnated. See, that's where I think everybody is, Nicole. I The reason I think it is is because, like I said, when you're in your spirit form, you it's boring. 
it's everything is the same thing. So we have these different, okay, in this lifetime, I might have felt or experienced. Um, let me experience this. Yeah, I haven't experienced anger yet. So let me go live this life to experience anger. I mean, we're all here on kind of like a field trip. Yeah, that's a good way to fucking put it. Yeah. You know what? That is a really good way to put it. Because we, up there, all we experience is love. We feel love. We feel the connection. Everybody. You don't feel hate. You don't, you don't feel, feel pain. We you don't, don't feel, feel ourselves because we're all one thing. We don't feel the oneness. Um, maybe they're, these Mandel things are just a result of MIB actions. I believe some of that can be. What's that? MIB come in and change up your world and shit. Hey, anything's possible. If you seem tunnel light listen for a train right no i didn't when i when i no had, you don't listen for a train you look for the damn light coming yeah <laughs> that's true um i well that's what i was saying about my near-death experiments experiment see i don't know what the fuck i'm <laughs> going on here don't but, worry i will not dissect her i won't cut her open i promise <laughs> um i didn't see the tunnel i like it was all black but I had a sense of something when I left my body, I left through my head. I didn't leave like my out of body experience out through the front. I left through my head, even though I felt like I was going up, I left through my head, but um, I couldn't like, I didn't, I just saw blackness. Um, I felt the emotions of the weight of the world lifted off my shoulders that I didn't have to worry about anything anymore. I felt the love, the connection of everything. I understood everything. I couldn't tell you, like, the if I had any, like, memories or anything, they were wiped from me when I came back down. But I do remember there's a sense of something here. But I don't, I never, like, I sensed it. I didn't see it. Okay. Um, Thank you for the diamond, Nicole. Heather, you, you, you just asked a really good question. So deja vu is that stuff that has happened in a past life. That's a very good question. And and I can honestly say no, it didn't happen in a past life. It happened somewhere in time where your soul, your your spirit, left your body and had visited somewhere without you knowing it. And then when you pass by there or you revisited or you re-seen it, you remember that, oh, that seems familiar. I've been here before. Right. But you haven't been there. I believe, right, yeah. Um, With, because Nicole said some stay up there doing a guidal job or whatever. I, I believe that in a way. Um, I believe that the consciousness we go through, our human consciousness of different dimensions. Um, like whatever we've learned, like say, say I was to die right now because of my understanding. Why do you say shit I'm like sorry. that? I'm sitting right here. Um, <laughs> Everybody, I need help. <laughs> no, say I, because of uh, what I've learned and everything and like what I, not, not that I'm just have all the answers because I freaking don't because I ponder this shit all the time. But just because the way I look at different aspects of different things, like I look at it, some people look at it straight on, right? I look at overview of things. 
if that makes any sense at all. I don't know how to explain how I look at things, but I look at the overview of everything. I, you know, and so like that might be a different consciousness, <laughs> different vibration or different um, dimension where I, I do believe that I'm in the fourth dimension heading to the fifth dimension. So when like, when you're talking about thing, guides and stuff like that, my I definitely could be in, it's the same time, not the same timeline, but same, it's a parallel universe, but just different level consciousness. I know I'm explaining that wrong. No, you're actually explaining it right. To you, it sounds wrong, but, but you're actually explaining it the right way. Okay. And everybody, excuse me, I got a gas bubble. I'm, I'm going to try my best not to be rude. What if we all are projected from above? Like, I believe we are. We're, we're, granted, we have a physical form. <laughs> did we choose it? Absolutely not. I think we did. did, did no, we didn't. That's your belief. Did somebody else choose our look, our form, our thought, nope. our manner? I think we are. Are we a video game? Yep. Probably. Now, I don't believe per se that we, we sat there and like mapped out our life. We had nothing to do with our life. I believe we do. You okay? think we do? Yes. I believe we do. Please explain to me how you Because think. we know what we, our soul knows what we felt before. Okay, so if that was the case, wouldn't you come back happy instead of you come back pissed no, off? No, because it's boring when you're happy all the time. Oh, so it's, it's fun when you're pissed off. To experience that, yes. To right. us in our natural soul form. So please explain to me what stage of reincarnation am I in? I don't freaking know. <laughs> so, right? Yeah, yeah Heather. Um, deja vu is, is basically like astral projection. Yeah, I think so in some way. It's the same. I will tell you this. It's the same feeling I got before I had my out-of-body experience. That kind of in the elevator being rushed down type thing. And, and then you stop. Yeah, that's just me, though. I don't know if anybody else. But then it's that. like it, it, yeah. your whole thing has to catch up to It's you. like you don't go through the whole thing. You're trying, but you don't. My last name is S.L. With Moonities? With what? All right, Freaky, you got me on that one. I have no idea what the hell you're saying. All right, so what other stories we got? The art of table tipping. The what? The art of table table tipping. Kind of like tipping cows? <laughs> no. No, okay. That's only us farm people. Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I want to like, like uh... Second Life. Oh, God, I haven't heard that in so long. Do you know how I got... I? Do you know what um, Second Life is? It's a video game. No, I haven't even... A PC video game. I I didn't know about Second Life until I seen it on... Um... <laughs> Scoot says, oh no. My table has shit from the pantry on it. Don't tip it. <laughs> I want to say NCIS New York. Yeah, was, that, was that a show? NCIS. The one with Gary yes. Sinise, yeah. But That's... whether I whether that show was on there or not, I don't know. 
Well, it was. It was there was a murder in Second Life, and they had to go into the Second Life world. No, not table stripper, table tipping. So this person, like I said, all the links will be down in CSI New York. That's it, Nicole. Thank you. CSI New York. I knew I couldn't know I because I said NCIS. Oh. It's NCIS New and Orleans. You know, I, did, and I, I didn't watch. even pick up on that. <laughs> I didn't even pick up on that. Yeah, it's definitely more than a game. It's very weird. My computer has never been able to hold that. So look at that. Here we go with the comb over again. This is getting sweaty. You notice I had to just, I just had to take <laughs> off my headphones and fix my fucking hair. Is the heater running? Yeah, you had me fucking turn it on, remember? <laughs> okay. You want me to turn it off? Please. That would be a goddamn good idea, I think. <laughs> it's fucking hot in this fucking place right now. So, okay, so this person said, after witnessing table tipping for the first time this weekend, I looked at the history um, behind it and how scientists they debunk it back in the early 19th century and tell you all about what happened that night. So I'm always, I'm always, I, I like this blog. This is Sarah's blog from what we talked about last week. Um, the LLIFS blog. And I like her way of thinking. It's kind of like, almost like, I mean, we, I say we, 80% of her thinking is like mine. So she's like, I'm always open yet skeptical when it comes to investigating the paranormal. My one element I have been learning a lot about lately is spiritual methods made popular during the Victorian era, such as table tipping. With my good friend Chris Morris from Paranormal Friends in the UK in town who specialize in these sort of methods. I had to get him to show us what it was all about because table tipping is more UK than it is America. Kind of sounds that way. Yeah. Um, so the history of table tipping or table turning, as it was known back then, during the 18th century, honey, if you're going to go to sleep, go to sleep. I'm not. I'm okay. listening to Okay. You. I'm just saying you can. I'm, I'm putting dates in my head. Okay. All right. Relax. I'm just saying. You're allowed you. to leave if you need to. I know I can, but I've got you. I'm putting dates in my head. I'm trying to do a timeline thing. Okay. Because it, it, it's starting to sound There's off. There's no timeline. No, I'm joking. It's starting to sound off a little bit, so I'm trying to just... Okay. The history of table tipping or table turning out was known. During the 18th century, there was a spiritualist movement wherein mediumship and spirit communication became quite popular. Seances, spirit boards, and table tipping started to become quite popular. Um, what do they call them? Uh, genies, not genies, uh, gypsies, the crystal balls, shit like that. Yeah, but that's not what they're talking about, but yeah. I'm I'm trying to put it in a time frame. Okay. The popularity peaked in the early 19th century. The area and the time was affectionately referred to as the Victorian area era. A lot of advancement in paranormal field was being made during this time, so much more back then when that what was ever achieved or discovered now. Notable figures during the Victorian era, such as Sarah Winchester, Nikolai Tesla, Harry Houdini, Alistair Crowley, and Harry Price are just to name a few. Table turning or table tipping was a hugely popular concept during this movement. 
While professional mediums who were very popular at the time would use this method, essentially anyone could do table turning or wrapping. All you needed was people and a table. All right, hurry back, Heather. Kind of. Freaky said is not table tipping much like trying to levitate a person or with light as a powder. So kind of, yes. Roughly. Um, so these were the sort of things people did on Saturday nights. In the 19th century, well-known scientist Michael Faraday was suspicious of table turning and set to prove out that it was not a spirit that was manipulating the table, but the person themselves. He felt it was an unconscious involuntary muscle contraction, like much like we, what people think the Ouija board is today. To prove this, he created a table that had two tops on it, divided by a layer of ball bearings and rubber bands. When the sitters were using the table, the first layer would move only showing that it was the fingers of the sitters moving the table and not the spirit. So I get it. He had the tabletop and then a ball bearings. with it. So when they moved the table, if they were doing it themselves, just the top of it would move, not the whole table itself. So I get that. It's a pretty good way of figuring it out. Um, so some believe that he felt that this adequately proved that it was the person, in fact, moving the table, not the spirit. Much like the Ouija board, some people believe that the spirit needs a human body to move the table without others claiming they have seen tables move across the room and even levitate with no one touching them. With so many questions, I couldn't wait to see in person, she said. What happens when we try table tipping? Before our investigator investigation, Chris told us to try and get our hands on an old lightweight card table. God, do they even make those anymore? Are they little folding ones? Yeah, the card tables. I don't know. We all used to play euchre on them. Half the people in the room don't know what euchre is. Nope. That's the northern <laughs> game. I know. In the United States, for you over North, in the UK and Northeast. That, you probably don't know what euchre is, but. This turned out to be a lot harder than we thought. After days of searching, we gave up and thought there wasn't something that we could use. Mm. You all right? I had a bubble. Oh. Couldn't be used at Black Rock House than it wasn't meant to be. Welcome back, Nicole. Luckily, the tables in the ballroom, although are not ideally are, are not ideal, could potentially work. They were hopeful, hopefully light enough. And even though they had iron legs instead of wood legs, it was hoped that it wasn't too heavy to get the table moving. Yeah, Freaky Geek, because you're in the Northeast, you know what I mean? People, a lot of people don't know what Euchre is. <laughs> How many people know what Cribbage is? Cribbage was the game back in the day that, like, housewives. But that's still a northern game, northern, northeastern game. So table tipping basically is you're asking the spirit to move the table around, right? What do you guys think about that? So it's basically you're using a table kind of like an Ouija board. Right. Oh, and he's like cribbage. Oh, shit. Oh, hell. Oh, those are easy. It's whatever, is, whatever the trick is. 
Well, it's whatever it's called, uh, yeah. uh, is Trump. Whatever's Trump. Like if it's spades, uh, your jack of spades is your high trump, jack of clubs, low trump, and then it goes ace, uh, king, queen of trump, down through that. But, yeah, you, so, you're, you're basically you, saying that they were using it like a, a fucking, basically an Ouija board. Kind of, yeah. Do you guys believe in table tipping? It would definitely, like she says in the blog, it would definitely be interesting to get a roller card table and try table tipping and then build one like Faraday built. Inviting. No, Faraday was the one that used ball bearings. So if the top of it moved, it was humans doing it. And if the whole table moved, it was spirit. So it's an inviting table. Kind of. I mean, I got what you meant. You, you can't move your hands without me knowing you did it. Right. Now, when this motherfucker moves, we know. I'm trying to think of because he used ball bearings with I, rubber I, bands. So I was trying to think of how that would be possible. I almost looked up like, what the hell are you looking at? Contracted group upper. That's what I'm thinking. I'm getting, we have the power to see. Like, were they, I wonder if Victorian era, I mean, I know they went through a craze of you know, holding seances and everything like that. So they were open like we were open, like we're more open today. Consciously aware. Do you, I don't think they were consciously aware like people are today. But you think everybody... But they were more into it. But you're thinking everybody today is more consciously aware. I think we're getting there. I, well, I guess I'd have to disagree because of how many old folks are, and I don't mean that in a bad way, Right. That are in the world that that think what we think is wrong. It never happened. It can't happen. It's impossible. So right. they're not on that wavelength of it, making it. I, I I think more and more people that that accept it and frequent it and do it makes the energy level so much more that other people can experience it. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But the the older people they they keep telling you no, it's not in. Because they're afraid to believe it. Right. And that that's okay, and that that's, could be stemmed from the Victorian era being so right, open about it. But that's my thought. Right. I, I think the more that we can prove that it is actually real, the more people that get involved, the higher the energy level happens, the more people can actually open up and access what is going on in, in, in their spirit, in, in their chakras, in Right. Do you, do you know what I mean? Right. But then are we doing it or is the spirit world doing it? That's the question. I think it's a combination of the spirit world giving us that boost of, okay, now you all start to fucking understand what we've been trying to tell you for the past hundred years. And you all start to get it. Now, your belief system went from here to here. Right. Now, you got this group of people compared to this group of people, but you need to get this group of people at least half involved to understand it. Right. Well, yeah, you need only, I think they said you need like only 30% of a group to flip the whole, flip the whole. Flip the table. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Nowadays, most people are open to it because it's, it's a passion. I was reading what Nicole was writing. 
You wouldn't try it, Freaky? Every time Freaky goes to put his hands on the table, now he's going to be like, uh-uh. <laughs> 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 I ain't getting me. <laughs> Andy can't I would not trust me either, so I'm out as well. <laughs> Uh, right. I they I don't think they can hear you, honey. I know. I, I was actually just talking to you though, and I forgot. Okay, that. but I'm in the middle of a show here. I, I know. And I, <laughs> I, I, I ain't gonna say I forgot, but to understand oneself is to understand the universe. But see, the thing of it is, is most people don't realize too that the spirit world is just it. It's not that person. It's an uh, part of the energy of that person. Right. At least and, my and, belief, that's what it is. It's and, not, and I agree with you on that. It's an imprint. It's a fingerprint. Well. Don't you worry about that beeping, Nicole. <laughs> it's, there's, you know, obviously one, like if there's a deep imprint, that's when you get the loop. I think spiritual hauntings if they're not aliens it's other timelines closing in on ours did you say you get the whoop yeah the residual haunting okay and using uh a loop is affected how why why did it become a loop because it was deeply imprinted like that energy was deeply emotional whatever had what was happening okay so kind of like either they were truly in love or, or the whatever, yeah, or something like that. Okay, all right. Skeptics are the best. They don't believe what they've seen or heard themselves. I there's sometimes that I don't. I you know what I mean. I'm not a true skeptic. I'm not a true believer. I'm just I. I don't know. It's it's kind of hard to explain how I am. I'm like. I sit on the fence with everything, but nothing, if something happens, it don't freak me out. If that's, I feel things. I feel I know things are around all the time. I just don't go fucking with them. I just feel earthquakes. <laughs> I think there's ghosts and spirits, but not, but in so many forms. Some let choose their form or please to annoy us. Some are residual and some are just energy. See, I think it's just an aspect of us because we're made up of energy. So it's just a... Uh, well, I didn't say that earlier. What? That we're made of energy and matter. Right, but she's saying that how to break it up in the... Well, you can't, you can't go ghost spirits. I mean, I'm confused when you say... Uh, I, I think there are ghosts and spirits. And spirits. It, to me, that they, they ghost is more to me. Ghost is more of a residual haunting. But you're you're traveling on two different timelines at one time to say ghost and spirit. It, it's the same fucking thing. They're both dead. That's your way of. But they're both dead. Okay, but people look at it different. Ghosts, to me, like I said, are more. On the loop, on residual haunting, where spirits are more free to come and go as they please. Right. 
They're the ones moving shit. Ghost is usually not intelligent. Well, okay. Well, um, I'm, I, I, we'll just go with you, and I don't know where you get that from, but because they're on the loop, they're not thinking about though. what they're doing. They're just doing. I just tried to agree with your analogy of, right. of this is your way of thinking, and I just tried to agree with her that that's your way of thinking, and then you just came at me. Okay, me. guys. It, I'm, no, no. No, I'm going to... Orbs. Let's get into orbs. Are they ghosts, or are they spirits? That's hard, because orbs... If you're talking evidence, I don't like orb evidence. I I have to see it with my own eyes. Now, we did watch a video the other night that, that was kind of like that one that shot and, and yeah, that was stayed, weird. stayed right there. That was very weird. And the weird part is it didn't smack the camera lens, but it stopped right there. That was very weird. I don't know. I don't know how to explain that one. That was very weird. Um, ghosts, I have a very hard, when it comes to evidence, I have a very hard saying, okay, that's an orb. I Because I'm not there. I don't know what's, you know, I'm not, I don't know what's flying around in the air. I don't know if it's dust. I don't know if it's a bug. I mean, hell, rods, I love rods. I love seeing rods, but I still am on the fence that somehow it's a bug flittering. <laughs> you know what I mean? Thing, this thing come flying straight at the camera. Right, I know. I'm just talking in general. Though. Right, but it was two of them that, that split right as it came at the camera. Yeah. One went above, and, and then one, one stuck right stopped. in Stopped. Right. And I mean, it literally just Stopped. Orbs could be fae. I don't know. So you're talking like what, fairy? The uh, blinky, yeah. Okay. The blinkies. That's what I call them, the blinkies. Some of them could yeah, be. But the thing that is, though, is, Andy, I would believe you in that aspect. I know you're probably fucking around. I don't know. Maybe not. But you guys over in the U.K., are more into lore and stuff like that. If that was here, I would definitely say, okay, yeah, Faye. Do you know what I'm saying? But Because um, people in America don't really go back in history like that with the Faye or, you know what I mean? We don't go back to folklore. Yeah. Does that make sense? Not all orbs are spirits. Not all are residual some are, I think, creatures of an event that happened, but everyone else or everyone sees orbs lately. Um, well, if you notice, if you go and study and watch what people are looking at and what they're seeing and everything, there is you will see that there's always, uh, like everybody seeing the dog man, and then wait a few years and then it'll go back to everybody seeing UFOs. It's a conscious. Or Mothman, or thing, somehow. It, it, it's almost like a, a jump in time. All right, this one's wore out. Let's go on to the next one. Right? Yeah. Now, oh, the Mothman. I don't think it's meaning to do that, but I don't. I really believe that. I don't know. To be honest, I only saw one orb in a four. Oh, now I see the lights blink. They have a whole different definition here for the state. Yes. For guys like me, I hear 
the name Faye and instantly think, right, right, Pudgewig, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. But over there, it's so enriched in the lore. And I mean, I'd love to explore, you know, like Banshees and and everything that's, it's so enriched. And I don't know how to explain it in the lore. Yes, I believe, yeah, stuff like that is definitely elementals in my world anyway. Maybe because right. You got another story? No, the one I have is way too long for 10 minutes. Well, that's my fault, guys. No, it's not. Well, actually, it is. <laughs> Some do not at all. I have read books on mythology and fairies are clumped in with gnomes and orcs. Yes, yes, exactly. It's all, to me, that's all woodland creatures. It's all um, earth protectors. Pan. What did you teach Ryan uh, about Pan? Would I teach Ryan when he was younger? Yep. To ask, well, I didn't, well, it's Pan's spirit in the trees, but it's the trees itself. Um, when Ryan was little, the first thing that I taught him about my religion, basically, which I don't have a religion now, but is that when you go to pick a leaf or a branch up a tree to ask the tree if it's okay to take it. And if, it, if you got a good feeling or you heard yes, then go for it. If not, then you leave it, then alone. You leave it alone. That was one of my... And, and Ryan, for the longest time, believed that. And I think to this day, if you ask him, he'll, he'll probably still believe still, it. He's the type of kid, yeah. yeah. If, I believe. if that was not... And as he take. shows up, I'm sure. Because <laughs> he likes doing that. But yeah, that's one of the things that I... Uh, Hey, Eddie and Jen. How are you? I'm right here. Your I, name's Missy, though. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Eddie and Jen. Ghosts are tied. Yeah, ghosts are tied more tied to the location of the death. Usually it's under track. Or something on. surrounding that location. Right. Some, it, it, it could also be the very beginning of their last journey before their death. Right. Where, where it all started from. Right. Um, usually a sudden or tragic one, and they often don't realize exactly. They don't realize they're dead. Uh, your boy's name is Ryan. Yes, it is Ryan Scott. He is awesome guy. Ryan's <laughs> so good. Hey, Mitten said, said it right. I, I mean, um, you can start. It's a good um, name. Ryan's a good name. That's why I always remember. Ryan's name because <laughs> whispers name because of Ryan. <laughs> Wait, let's let's say you 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 and me go out one night. Okay. Okay. We're we're out on town. We're mm -hmm. having fun. Now we leave. We we only live four blocks away, so we walk. But during that walk, you start feeling uneasy. You you start feeling tension. You're being watched. Some boom, it happens. You got mugged, you got killed. Okay. So maybe your journey again starts back over at that point of when you started leaving the club. You start from the very beginning of, of that journey again and trying to figure out how to fix it. Right. And I, I think that kind of goes with Eddie just said. It goes to, Eddie goes with Eddie. Yeah, see how <laughs> I see how it is. Now y'all are going to gang up on me because you guys Eddie's. No, um, ghosts feel like they have unfinished business. Now, are you talking about, you? obviously, are you talking about um, 
obviously you're probably not talking about residual hauntings, Crux. Hi, Heather. Oh, sorry, wrong Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? She's been here. What? <laughs> Good seeing you, Eddie. So, but that that that's what I think. They don't know what happened. So it starts back over from the minute that they left the club to the point where they felt the dread, the, the fear, they're being watched. And then all of a sudden are they, they got... Are you talking about residual and they're just replaying that moment? And they got killed. And, and, and they go back and, until they can try to figure out, which is they never will be able to, until they can try to figure out, why did I die? Right. But they will never be able to figure it out on their own. But some don't realize that they're dead. Exactly. Some cruel endings of life can be absorbed into the place room house. Right. And that's that goes along with um on my way of thinking, my world, um how because to me the spirit inside of us, our soul moves on no matter what into I don't know. I just I'll have to think about this more. Your soul is your Here I go. I'm gonna be laying down tonight thinking about the freaking whole thing again. Who was that, Heather? That asked that who 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 asked that question? What question? Uh, the one you're about, just trying to answer. Um no Nicole. Nicole, I'm sending her ass to Belgium. <laughs> you can deal with her trying to sleep tonight. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I think spirits are something else. I think it's. I really don't think it's ghosts and spirits. I really don't. Um, I do. And one's the difference of one. But I can't connect the dots of how when our spirit moves on, why we're a part of us is leaving. I mean, I can understand the energy part of it, the aspect of it, but I'm not connecting the dots of, like, what I feel in my world anyway. It's not connecting the dots, if that makes sense. Well, to me it does, and that's not fair because I live with you, so. (laughs) (laughs) Hurry back, Scoop. So to me, yeah, it makes sense to me. Okay, Um, yes, Shadows. Ghosts will continue doing what they're doing, whether you are there in a location or not. But see, I look at it a totally different way. I think it's something else. I really do. I don't. It's almost like after doing this for so long and thinking about different theories and and what I felt myself going through the near-death experience and the out-of-body and the astral travel, like, it's very hard for me I really think it's something else going on. I really think a lot of it is us doing it. I really do. So you believe a ghost and a spirit are the same thing? I don't know. Honestly, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I don't know. Okay. Like the shadows on the walls and floor around here, human Gus. Andy just likes making me say big words. I mean, I could say Hiroshima. I'm surprised. Well, that's over but, in Japan. Yes. That, that's where we were. Nagas- Nagasaki. The Battle of uh, Hiroshima. 
Yeah, I know that one. It's like graveyards. Most people think they're so haunted, but it's a resting place to me. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. And a lot of people will feel disturbed there because they, it, it could, it, it could reflect the fact that this person's uh, identity, spirit, however long it's lived on, might have crossed this person somewhere along the line before. And, and that's why they feel uncomfortable being around um, certain tombstones. Certain- I just feel, the reason I feel the way I do is I, because of the fact that I just, when, like I've explained before, when something happens in my house, I mean, we have shadow people, we have things fly, not fly <laughs> around, but, you know, <laughs> weird things happen here. No. No, not at all. It doesn't, it's like, okay, that happened. I feel just, I feel the sense of it's all connected somehow. Ha ha, freaky geek. Um, to where, how do I explain this? It's all connected to where it's, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. It don't bug me. It don't. It, what doesn't bug you though? What what doesn't bug you? Things happening. Okay. I know they're all around all the time, but it's not to me. It's not because spirit. I mean, it could be spirit. I don't know. I don't know the answers. I you know. Maybe it doesn't bother you because you know in your mind as well as I do, our existence here is not and void. We do not exist. We are here. We're here. Um, for other people's amusement, pleasure, pain. Whatever I don't think wanted. that. Yeah, but I, it I could be a different that. dimension. It could be a different, like the people, like I said, to me, in my world, time is all, like now. It's not in the past. It's not in the future. It's all happening once now. Exactly. And you can Somewhere put the three Earths in your anus. Yes. So... <laughs> Somewhere right now, the pyramids are being built in their right moment now. of time. Not ours, but in their moment of time. And they're being driven to slaves. So, to me, it's we're all coexisting in the same infinite universes, I guess. I don't know. That would explain. be good because it's not time. Right. So, therefore... We could be bumping into each other. I don't know. All I know is like. Is that where you get that feeling every now and then when, when you go out somewhere and, and you look at somebody and, and you do a double take and, and you kind of look at them like, I recognize you from somewhere, but you can't pinpoint where. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Spirit, on the other hand, our surviving personalities, all of us who pass through the door of the death. In a relatively normal fashion, right? I can understand standing. I can understand leaving like an imprint, the energy, the imprint. I can understand that. Um, my scientific mind is just thinking. Not that I'm a skeptic. I believe stuff is there. I believe stuff that we shouldn't fuck with it. That's what I believe. She is definitely a skeptic, guys. Trust me. No, I'm not. <laughs> I know it's there. I feel it's there. I, I gotta go potty. 
Okay. I, I, you know, I know it's there. I believe in my elementals. I see sylphs in the sky all the time. I see, you know, woodland creatures. Um, I believe in the, the, you know, different dimensions. I have a huge array of, of, or I've gone through a huge array of, of research and everything. I just look at things a lot differently. So in my mind, I have to fit it in the pieces of the puzzle, if that makes sense. <laughs> it's like walking into a yard full of dogs. If you know them, don't mess with them. Yeah, you know, I don't go, yeah. They're there. I mean, especially when it comes to elementals, there's a lot of things. They were here a lot freaking longer than we've ever been. <laughs> Me either, freaky geek. I've been leaving when I see incense, but don't mean I, I know what they are or do. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, I have my gadgets. I have my stuff that I'd like, you know, to mess with just if I'm feeling... Funky, I guess. <laughs> but I like talking about this stuff with you because you guys can, you know, I mean, I'd love your input. I get imprints all the time to connect the dots. Yeah, it's the connection of the dots. That's what I have to, I have to fit those pieces of the puzzle in my mind that, together, if that makes sense. It's hard having an open spiritualistic mind and a scientific mind at that. Because I, I, you know, I, <laughs> it's weird. Uh, it's all I can say. It's very hard to be a witch. And yet, scientifically, I'm like, how does that work? You know, it's, it's very, welcome back, Skook. It's tough. <laughs> but know that it does work. Because you've done it since you were 16. You know, it's tough. Exactly. Yes, Eddie, I, I know you and Jen do that. You do respect the spirits and, and give them the utmost respect. I have seen that, yes, firsthand. Yes, I love hearing different point of views myself. Definitely. I love picking people's brains. That's my... <laughs> Especially mine. Yes. I, if, yeah. If, if, if you guys would sit down and could hear some of the conversations that me and her have... Oh, it's... Um, and it's just off the wall. And, and, and But we have mind-blowing conversations. Yeah. It's like, why aren't we recording this? Because we know the minute we hit record, it'll stop. The, it, the it, conversation is, is, is null and void. It's not the same anymore. Because mm -hmm. now it's like we're trying to put on a, a, a show for the camera. See, I guess, you know, and I think I said it best when Thank I said Thank you guys. Um, like a lot of people look straightforward at things where I look things umbrella in the umbrella of it all. Because I really do believe that, you know, I'm one of the firm believers, you know, even back in the day I was getting hated on because I believe that paranormal, aliens, and cryptids all exist in the same world as we do. I believe that they, they're all there. They do, but all at a different time. No time. Well, I know what you realm. mean. Yes, I get what you're saying. Yes, exactly. 
because um, back in the day, paranormal people did not talk to people in the UFO community or in the cryptid community. They didn't like each other. <laughs> you got Eddie and Jim's channel? Yes. All right, share it with me after the show so I can go. Uh, oh, okay. So I can join them. Definitely. If that's all right with you guys. <laughs> I just missed a comment. Which one? Yes, oh. they're under the same huge umbrella, just different classes. Right. It's all connected. Yeah. Same thing as stepping in and being on the wrong dance floor, but it's the same music. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, crap. My mom listened to that stuff. We used to always get the Fate magazines and all the ghost books. Yep. And that's the thing. That's why, like what I said, you know, when we talk about evil things like the Ouija board, you know what I mean? My kids grew up with, and I'll say it over and over again. My kids grew up with such an array of shit in my house. Why from, do you think I'm apprehensive? <laughs> from Ouija boards to freaking, you know, I mean, I had, I I mean, really all my witchy stuff, my crystal ball, my pendulums, they, they've always had access to the, that. And nothing evil came out of it. It's all in the intent of the people that use it. Use it, you know. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say my goodbyes. You're over two hours. I'm hungry. <laughs> yes. Okay. Honey. I, I am. No, I don't want to end the show because this is a really good conversation. I know. It, it, it's to the point where, yeah. Um, Self manifestation. Um, uh, it, it all comes down to your belief, right? Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of the right words to say. I know that's it, yeah. It, it comes down to truly how you feel it's, about. Okay, go ahead. Magic about right. about chakras about right. life. That's why I death. say we create our own worlds and each individually. Yep. To have our own personal experience. Ryan wrote, I'm one of the cryptozoologists that most paranormal folks dislike. They think I have a closed mind, but come on, guys. I investigate a bipedal canine, not too closed-minded. <laughs> right? <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Back in the day, everybody hated each other, and they're like, no, you know. You know, I look at it this way. You like, you don't like, you kick me to the curb, you, you, you boost me up. I don't give it. You, you know, I'm just here to try to, uh, I'm not going to say promote the truth because I, I can't say that. Right. But uh, um, I'm, I'm here to speak my belief. Right. Yeah. Other than that, ah. I like shooting the shit with you guys. I like picking on brains. I like... <laughs> that didn't sound right after they're talking about picking on funky feet. But, you know, I mean, I just, there's just so much that, you know. You guys are just amazing. You all come up with questions or, or, or you come up with a, a, a short uh, mishap of something that might have. And, and reading what you guys write is just like, what? <laughs> Nothing quite like a bit of toenail fungus. I don't know. You're the best. Who is that? Heather. Thank you, Heather. 
You guys are the best. Nicole, you're the best. Come on, guys. <laughs> Y'all keep that but, stuff for yourself. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's so many different possibilities. And I definitely believe it has to do with what we believe in in ourselves, our own world. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, here we go. Oh, I lied. Oh, he's waited about 15 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's. it's thank great. you, Freaky Geek. Yes, that, thank that you. That was freaky. freaky, right? Yes, it was okay. Freaky. Thank you, Freaky Geek. <laughs> Heather, here we go. Here it comes again. Yep. Oh, what the fart? I know, right? Yes, Freaky Geek, you did work. It's usually a 20 second delay from. Up to 20 seconds delay from the time you put it up before it, it actually plays it. But I believe if, if, you know, whatever you guys believe in, that's what's going to be in your world. You and know what I mean? What, but you also have to fully believe it, too. Right. Yeah. It's faith. There's a difference between belief and faith. Have faith in yourself. They, we all have, like we talked about earlier, we all have powers. We did not talk about that. We did too about when we're asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I can do what the fuck here, but on D Live I get the live right, yeah, right. <laughs> For some reason D Live just switches over those. Well, you didn't know. <laughs> Alright guys. Um on this note, I don't know what she's doing. I'm hungry. I'm gonna tell you fist bumps. To the guys, hugs to the ladies. Um, stay, stay, stay strong. We're gonna make it through it. We're making progress. So, I'll talk to you guys soon. You have a wonderful night. All right, guys. I put two hundred lemons in the chest. Auto corrupt, right? <laughs> right. For you, he's like I have faith in myself to run like a chicken with a head cut off. <laughs> Who is Ed, Eddie? And Thank you, Eddie and Chen. They, when, if I pulled up one of their videos, you'd know who they were. They're awesome people. I love hey, them to death. The names sound familiar. Yeah, you know, you've seen them on at least on my screen before, oh, or maybe sucks. even on the TV if I've had it up there. Probably. Thank you so much, guys, for coming in. I appreciate it. Have a good day at work, Eddie. Okay. <laughs> Not you. You don't work tonight. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, so much for coming in. I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you, Ron, for the uh, diamond. I almost went, don't know. (laughs) Thank you so much, Ron. Boo, you scared me. You did. You guys are amazing. Every single one of you. I'm going to put out. Don't ever let anybody tell you different. Thank you. Thank you so much, Eddie. You're welcome. Shut up, not you. The other Eddie. I love you guys so much. You guys are awesome. Always have fun chatting with you guys. Always. It's never a dull moment. All right. I'm going to let me go ahead and put up my credits. Don't worry. I'll get my ass chewed later because I know she didn't get through all of her stories. Oh, my thing that I didn't. I'll get it right one of these days, guys. What happened? There it is. 
my computer wouldn't. I'm like, nothing happened to there. <laughs> As I'm rolling the credits, guys, I'm going to release the Lamones. So get over there and hype up that chat. I'm pressing the button right now. The Lamones have been distributed. Distributed. Thank you, everybody, for coming in. You weren't out of talk. I don't know. York, York Central School. Oh, well, that explains everything. <laughs> I hope you all have an awesome day. Thank you so much for being here. Let me see. Five seconds, guys. Hit that chest. You're the best. You're the best. Who's that? Heather. Thank you, Heather. You're all amazing, huh? All right. Nicole got. Freaky, you got <laughs> Nicola got 89.9, Heather got 51.6, Ron got 37.5, and Freaky Geek got 30 lemons. Freaky Geek is the only one that posts his numbers right, right from the word go. He already knows. That's right. I got 30. All right, guys. I love you. We love you. Take she care. loves you more, though. Take care. Be safe. And Stay strong. Tomorrow is Tarot Tuesdays. And and find something today that makes you smile with your eyes. Thank you guys for coming in and spending a little time with us. We love you. All right. Ready for the send-off? Take care, everybody. Be safe. See you tomorrow. Tarot Tuesday. Coffee and cards. Mwah.